Welcome to the Thriving Solopreneur Show, where you learn the stories and systems that have turned hardworking, self-employed business owners like yourself into highly successful, leisurely entrepreneurs. This show is dedicated to those who went into business for themselves because they had an idea or suggestion that ignited their passions to do more, to do it better, and to solve a problem in our community. Whether your business started in a basement, a garage, or at a kitchen table, this episode will bring to you a system, a tip, or an entrepreneur that has been where you are and can guide you to living the fulfilling life you desire for yourself. Here's your host and serial solopreneur, Janine Bolin. Hello, this is Janine Bullen with the Thriving Solopreneur Show, and with me today, I have Mitch Grant, and Mitch and I have known each other for so many years, and it's such a pleasure to be able to have him on the show today. Mitch formed the Granite Capital Management Group in 2018, and he's actually been a registered representative with Lincoln Financial Advisors since 1989. So this guy has been in financial management almost the same length of time I've been in radio, so that should tell you something. It's been decades. Decades, people. The focus of his practice is investment management and retirement income planning for affluent families, individuals, and here you go, small business owners. So that would be you. Mitch graduated in 1976 from Upper Arlington High School and received his BA from The Ohio State University, OH. Say it to me. Ohio. <laughs> All right. <laughs> in 1980, he also is a graduate of Dale Carnegie Sales Leadership Course, qualifying as an assistant. Assistant instructor. Mitch is a member of the 2001 Class of Leadership Columbus and served on the board of Dublin Chamber of Commerce from 1998 to 2001. And let me just say, his bio continues to go on. And if you want to learn more about Mitch, go to his website at granitecapitaloh.com. Okay, Mitch, thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you very much, Janine, for having me. I've been looking forward to this. Yeah, it's a lot of fun when I finally can grab a investment person who actually knows what they're talking about. Many do, but unfortunately, because of so many of the regulations, they're not able to just go on to podcasting. But lucky for you, we're able to have you on. So I just want to say, number one, thank you for that. Number two, we were talking about, look, small business owners and investing, almost an oxymoron for some people. Like They're just struggling to get by. And one of the things I teach folks in my classes is how it's important that as soon as you have money rolling into the business, that you start investing that in some sort of a retirement plan or something. But you were telling me, look, these are, these are some of the questions that people ask me all the time. So if you don't mind, let's, let's hear those questions that you're asked frequently and often. Well, I'm asked about uh, how do I set money aside? How can I best plan for that as a small business owner? It's tough because uh, you've got to have uh, capital ready to invest back in your business. You've got payroll. You've got a uh, wide range of things. And establishing a 401k can be daunting for a small business, but there's also ways you can do it uh, that, that are a bit more simplified, a simplified IRA. There's a solo 401ks. There's a wide range of things you can set up. Uh, I recommend uh, all of my small business owner clients, if they don't have a real good relationship with an accountant, get one. I know you work with an outstanding accountant 
uh, Janine, uh, Mike Kirkland. I know he has a great job. And uh, I think that makes a big difference. You know, find somebody like myself, a trusted investment advisor. Sometimes uh, that's difficult to do. You, I think usually word of mouth is best, but online you can find out some information. Uh, you can also find out there if there's any complaints, you know, consumer-wise, the websites uh, of financial advisors have more and more ways to check up on them. So you can do a little shopping there, but I think word of mouth is best for an accountant and a good investment advisor and plan out your cash flow using a good accountant. Try to pay yourself first. Look at all the different kinds of IRA style vehicles that are at your disposal. Some require matching contributions, a few don't based upon your size and uh, what your needs are. A lot of my clients this year have been qualified for the payroll protection plan. And that's been a very big help uh, to allow clients uh, that own businesses to keep their payroll, to uh, not lay people off. And even if they do, they can still get partial forgiveness for their payroll protection plan money. And now for smaller business owners with the employees less than 20, uh, there's a whole new program that's available now. So you'd have to have a good relationship with an accountant or specifically a bank. I recommend a community bank uh, for this purpose. And that can also be a big help. So there's money out there for small businesses that have really been impacted by COVID-19. To get the new payroll protection plan rollout, you have to have proven that you had revenue loss of at least one quarter in the calendar year 2020 compared to calendar year 2019. So uh, I think most small businesses can qualify. The big businesses are out of this deal, okay? So it's uh, you know 20 employees or less only. So for those small businesses, there is some help out there as well too. And that can help seed some simplified employee pension contributions and things of that nature as well too. So I hope that's helpful. It, no, it's totally helpful. And one of the things that I wanted to share with people is that Mitch is straight up. He's very direct. And one of the things that I enjoyed working most when I was out in Ohio and working with Mitch was the fact he's very educationally oriented. It's in, It behooves him. It's in his best interest that you understand exactly what he's saying. And so uh, I'm speaking to a lot of the female entrepreneurs out there. You know how a lot of times you'd go into a financial planner's office and they would speak to only your husband or your male partner and you never got eye contact with the guy. Uh, one of the things I wanted to share with you is that find that financial planner that treats you as uh, the person that you are, a person who is desperately trying to learn what it means to be investing. So let's talk about some of those very successful entrepreneurs out there that we hear about, such as Gary Vandercheck and others who talk about how they totally blew it out of the water as far as they paid themselves first, like their business, you know, they, they made sure they didn't go into debt for their business. That was rule number one. Rule number too was they paid into their retirement accounts first before they did anything else and then the rest of the money was left for the business and I thought that was kind of a novel approach so talk to us about how you recommend people not going into debt for their business and how would you like start learning to invest I mean what are first steps not all of us were trained you know in this well, I think there's a lot of good tools on the internet uh, too many to really name here but you could start there, uh, word of mouth, uh, who of your friends have a good relationship with somebody that uh, does what I do, and get started. Pay yourself first. It's a, how do you uh, dig potatoes out of the ground? Start digging. You know, how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. You know, all these uh, sayings I remember from my early days. It's very true. It's a process, but you have to start. 
And you can start with some online education. Uh, you could start with, uh, it could be Motley Fool. It could be a wide range of things. I don't really sub subscribe to getting these newsletters and gurus. I think it's more fundamental allocation between stocks and bonds. I think stocks for the long term are definitely the way to go. Have a diversification between different types of industries, even some overseas investing, invest for the long term, pay yourself first on a before tax basis, but also consider things like Roth IRAs. But all these things make a big difference. If you start young, you're gonna have a lot more money down the road. And then with your business, uh, you'll plan for it and uh, plan for you know, net expenditures after you've paid yourself first, I think is prudent. And again, find that good accountant. I think that's very important. And there's a lot of other aspects out there as well, too, for small business owners. And, and debt is important. Interest rates are low, uh, but it's also very tempting to uh, uh, really leverage too much thinking that uh, the money's free, and it's not. Uh, you have to have rainy day money as well, too. And uh, yeah, there's, uh, there's a lot of things to balance, but paying yourself first in a small way is easy. Having those cash reserves is a bit more difficult. Borrowing a lot of money right now is a lot easier than it was, but you just have to be careful. Right, because I, I end up then getting them as clients because we start working them into this debt-free lifestyle for a while, and then I can hand them off to people like yourself. So I, the joke in the entrepreneurial community is the very first person you hire after you start a business is, of course, your bookkeeper or your CPA, right? That's the first one. It's like people want to get rid of having to do the um, the uh, receipts, you know, putting receipts into QuickBooks or whatever. Yeah, but, yeah. very time-consuming. Right, and, and that way you have more time open up for you to do what you do best. And then the second person that you hire is usually the attorney because you have some sort of contracts or something like that you're trying to work out. And then I always recommend to people, and then when you get ready to start digging those potatoes and you have money rolling in and you know you have taxes you have to pay but you have to pay yourself get yourself on a paycheck is what i tell folks even if it's something oh, yeah. as crazy as 25 dollars a week you know i'm like just something to get yourself uh into that income stream so that you can start uh moving with the next account so it's you were talking yeah, so those are the, those are like basics because sometimes people forget the basics. They think we have to talk really high fluting. So for starters, though, with you, when you're talking to people and you're talking about leveraging your cash and that sort of thing, where do you recommend for people to go? You were mentioning Motley Fool, Fool, uh, Motley Fool and others. But I remember when I walked out of your office, you handed me a book. And I remember that book was very helpful at helping me to understand how to even invest because I came from a family that was paycheck to paycheck and you basically helped me invest. So do you have a reading list or something or books that you think are very appropriate for people like me who were total noobs when we walked into your office? I know of the, the, the old one's out of print now, but it is a classic is the millionaire next door. And that was my favorite uh, years ago, though it might be considered a bit out of date right now, but uh, it can still be found on Amazon. I think that's a fabulous book. And they talk about paying yourself first and uh, talk about uh, stocks for the long term. That's another good one by Jeremy Siegel, Stocks for the Long Term. That, that's a great book, you know, you know, consumer oriented. And there's so many out there, but uh, those are two classics that I like. 
and they really get into paying yourself first. They they get into also the lifestyle, is living below your means, and that debt-free lifestyle, Janine, that you talk about, which I have as well too. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that's a, a smart way to do it. it. It relieves a great deal of pressure, also allows you to make more long-term decisions too. One of the fun things I like to share with people is that you build the life you want and then you fit your business into the cracks because if you do it that way, then it's amazing how your business will thrive in the cracks, just like you see trees growing along sides of buildings and stuff like that. I like to use that metaphor because some people think they have to do it the other way around. They have to work really, really hard for 10 years in order to have the life they want and they delay that. And it's like, no, if you're not happy living the life you currently are, uh, then you've got something really backwards with your uh, business model. And I think more and more people are coming into alignment with that. So what do you recommend for people who are like, okay, I know what lifestyle I want. Uh, what, what are some really good first steps for them to start uh, launching out into that? Well, I think you have to do an assessment of yourself and an assessment of uh, what your passions are, uh, what energizes you. If you don't bring energy to your job and your career and your business, it's going to suffer. You will suffer in getting to where you want to go. And I think your customers, your clients will recognize that as well, too. So you have to bring energy and a belief to what you're doing. And I I see this in my career. I have to re-energize sometimes. And a lot of that's uh, educating yourself more, uh, getting into some sort of a a business community, a peer group, a, a study group. Uh, a networking group, I think, is very important. Share ideas that way and uh, don't act in isolation. I've also found a lot of strong motivation in my church. Uh, I'm in a men's group that's just fantastic. A lot of entrepreneurial, hard-charging guys. But we can sit down and put things in perspective. You'd mentioned it uh, before. You can fit your business into your lifestyle. But it's sort of like uh, uh, there's some uh, parables from the New Testament about the, the seeds planted in uh, coarse soil uh, within thorns and on the rich soil. If, if the seeds are planted in the rich soil, things are going to grow. And that rich soil are your passions, your beliefs, uh, your family life. You can strike a balance and your business to a maybe a greater degree than you think, and and plant those seeds in richer soil, bring energy to it, and things will grow. And a lot of people get wrapped up in a lot of the tech or the way or the how am I supposed to do this or what way is best. And a lot of times it's like, well, what works for you? Right. People forget that this is all about you and the life you're trying to create for yourself. This isn't about what will work best for other people. And I think that is where some entrepreneurs get away from that. So before we get too esoteric, though, I want to call upon some of your uh, experiences that you've had in your own business, because you worked for other people quite some time, and then you struck out on your own as well. And one of the things I really loved about when you struck out on your own was you really pulled in your ancestry and you made that very much your branding. It's like when you go to your website, there is no doubt about where you came from and what you believe in from that. And that is important, especially in the financial community. So do you want to talk a little bit about how you made that shift from working for other people to really striking it out on your own? Well, Gina, I really appreciate you bringing that up. I think that's a good observation. And uh, I sat down for a long time and thought about what kind of a a corporate identity I wanted, uh, a practice identity. And it finally just came out 
what you're describing is, you know, what, what's my background, uh, what's important to me, and uh, uh, what can the clients relate to? And it really became pretty simple, pretty direct. Uh, an immigrant story, my great-grandfather immigrated from Scotland. He was a stonemason, a quarryman. He got work in various stone quarries, ended up supervising uh, two of them. And I drew from that, and it's pretty, it was pretty straightforward. It was all of a sudden, wow, this is pretty obvious. So you, you know, they cut these big stones, foundational stones for major buildings, including the Washington Monument, uh, uh, big public buildings. So you know, these were cornerstones. These were foundational stones. So we're, we're putting together a foundation of financial independence. So I think that's something people can relate to. And I have some pixelated uh, archival family pictures that go back well over 100 years in the hallways of my office. And, and for new clients coming in, I show a little bit about that background. Here's my grandfather. Here's my great uncle. Here are them, you know, 100 years ago and, you know, hardworking, cutting these stones and, uh, you know, building these structures. Uh, so and that's what we want to do for you is help you know, build a strong foundation, you know, strong foundation and brighter future. That's uh, my slogan. So it came pretty easy, but it wasn't at first because if you start thinking, you know, what, what is what is uh, Brand X doing? What, what are these guys across the hall doing or down the road? Ask what are you doing? And mm -hmm. uh, what's important to you? So people understand that and they, they appreciate your family background, personalizing things, you know, talking about your background. People want to get to know you if they want to make a big commitment uh, for a relationship that I think uh, uh, has to be uh, a committed relationship for something long-term like your personal finances and investments that create financial independence and uh, eventually generate retirement income. That relationship is important. And the better they get to know you and your background, the stronger that relationship is going to be. I just remember when you and I were sitting across the table and you were like, here it is. And you handed me your, your folder and I'm opening it up and I'm looking at all those pictures upon pictures of what your uh, ancestry was like and the immigrant story because I had something that was similar. And that's one of the things that I wanted to share with people is that you really want your uh, clients or your customers to super connect with you in very deep and meaningful ways, especially because you are doing this business out of a passion of wanting to help others. And so in order to do that, you really do have to share quite a bit of yourself, even if you're a little embarrassed by it. You know, uh, some some people would not think it was a good thing to talk about their Irish background or, you know, because we had to come over because of the potato famine or whatever like that. And so it was interesting to be able to to see somebody have that presented out there in the way that you did. So thank you for sharing because it's on the website. You guys can take a picture at some of those pictures on the website. <laughs> fact, uh, the, the quarry that my great-grandfather ran for decades in my background is right behind me is uh, <laughs> there are these little mountains little hills but it's right over the mountain right behind my my head on my uh, my screensaver but i've also seen this kind of thing in real successful family restaurants uh, where there's family archival photos going back years and years and either the restaurant or an immigrant story, things like that. Uh, I've seen that in a lot of successful businesses. Uh, and also, you know, father, son uh, or daughter accounting firm or car dealerships. Uh, so you, you see this kind of thing. I think you can really play on family. And that's what it's all about because we're trying to help families. And, and that's what we want to talk about. 
So that's one of the fun things about really honing in on your branding. I know there's a lot of marketing people and all that, but um, I have to say, Mitch is very good at what he does. And these are the successes I've seen. I've been enjoying watching him as he moves through his branding and shares more and more about what makes uh, a successful mindset for people. So do you have any closing thoughts you'd like to share with us regarding people's personal finance and investing? Well, I think you have to surround yourself with enthusiastic, positive people uh, that are your employees, uh, that are your peers, uh, try to uh, interface and network and relate with them as much as you can. You have to do a deep dive into what's important to you and express that in your business every day. And people will take to that. Uh, when people that don't know me or are introduced to me, you know, see my business card or uh, hear the name of my firm, they think maybe it's a play on my name. But then when they come into the office, oh, no, there's a real, look at my brochures and go on the website. There's a real story behind it. Uh, it wasn't something just made up. And I think people, that they really take to authentic leadership. So build that authentic leadership by getting to know what's important to you. Surround yourself with like-minded people and uh, those important aspects of your life will come out as a passion for what you do as a business. And people, they're going to take to that. I couldn't agree more. Thank you very much, Mitch Grant, with us today from Granite Capital Management. If you would be so kind as how should people get a hold of you if they want to learn more about you? Well, they certainly can go on the website, uh, uh, Granite, uh, uh, at, uh, well, you, you, you know it. Uh, oh, the Granite, yeah, Granite Capital, O-H. O-H dot com, yes. Go on the website. I think that's a great way to start. And uh, uh, then all my contact information is there. You know, appointments can be booked uh, virtually as well, too. So it's uh, very easy to do, yes. Thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate having you on the show. Very much so at www.granite.capitaloh.com. So thank you, Janine, very much. I enjoyed it. Have a great day today as you move through your business as a thriving solopreneur. Remember to keep your feet firmly on the ground as you reach for those stars. Thank you for listening to the Thriving Solopreneur Show. We hope you found this episode helpful and uplifting. Be sure to visit us at janinebolin.com forward slash podcast, where you'll find a library of videos, books, and podcast programs to guide you to the future you envision for yourself. We also ask that you visit our sponsor, the8gates.com, for the books and online courses that share with you the debt-free living lifestyle that allows business owners like yourself to flourish. Have a great day and see you next time.